I mean, some people are just born to shine and be magnetic, right? Wrong. That kind of sparkle, that kind of magnetism is simply a choice. It's simply a commodity that actually can be learned. Your job is to rewire your brain with the power of your own mind. That's what neuroplasticity is all about. That's what the human experience is all about. To uncover and rediscover what we are. Human beings, feeling and thinking beings. And by doing so, creating our experience from a moment-to-moment basis. Expand your consciousness into a world where mindfulness meets neuroscience. My name is Fernanda Lind, and I am your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Wired to Win show. Today, we're going to geek out on a very important topic. We're going to talk about visibility, why visibility is crucial for leaders and executives and anyone desiring to have influence and impact, and why visibility matters. And if you've spent any amount of time in a classroom, which I think all of you have done, you are very familiar with the way some teachers can just breeze into a room without a word and the students immediately straighten in their seats, right? Turn toward the front, they stop chatting and just sit there like expecting something, waiting for something to happen. And You've also seen how other teachers can stand at the front of their class, like clapping and shouting to be heard as the pupils barely glance their way, right? The teacher who catches the class's attention effortlessly is not necessarily nicer or more strict than the one who is easily ignored, but the students know them. They're the teachers who kids talk excitedly about the possibility of learning with. They get high fives when they walk down the hallway. The auditorium erupts into applause when they step on stage for like staff introductions or like holiday events. And they always have students returning to visit them, even after they have moved on in school, maybe even years after. I sure have those teachers. And you might have experienced this with a teacher, a boss, someone else that was influential in your community. Many, many people in my life come uh, to mind when I think about that, influential leaders in my community, in my upbringing. Now, this is very interesting because why is it that two teachers or two people with similar backgrounds teaching the same curriculum to the same group of students using the same classroom management systems have such different impacts? And again, we can't put this same thinking towards any profession, not just teachers. But I think teachers is something we all can relate to and remember very distinctly. And again, how is it that they have such different impacts? They are seen by and connect with students in a way their fellow teachers do not, right? And the same phenomenon is witnessed in groups of friends. There's always the one person who can captivate an entire room, who everyone wants a chance to chat with at a party, and we see that in families as well, when uh, the cousins all kind, kind of like can't wait to crowd around a specific aunt or, you know, have an, an auntie that everyone loves and is begging them to play. And we see it in corporations as well, when, when some leaders pass through spaces without notice, 
and others, well, they seem to cast a spell over any room they enter. And we often tend to write this thing, this characteristic, this special something off as an innate personality trait. I sure have done that. I mean, some people are just born to shine and be magnetic, right? Wrong. That kind of sparkle, that kind of magnetism is simply a choice. It's simply a commodity that actually can be learned. So this shiny special something that we struggle to put a finger on can actually be named very simply as presence. So presence is not something you're either born with or not. It's not in your DNA. It is learned and it can be perfected. It can be molded. And it really comes down to just a few factors. And the most important of which is your visibility. So when you reach management or when you reach the C-suite or launch your own startup, presence matters. And to have that presence, to be able to make a room fall silent and inspire and lead people through your energy, well, you must have visibility. That's why today I want to tell you everything that I know about executive visibility. Okay, so buckle up. We're going to dig in. So what is executive visibility anyway? And why is it important? Well, executive visibility is a strategy used to grow a leader's presence and exposure in order to impact an organization's success. So in its simplest form, visibility is being seen and heard. That's kind of it. And building your visibility strategy and your presence, well, it really, really matters. Yes, you want to be seen and heard, but you also want to be seen and heard a certain way. So your visibility as an executive is increasingly vital to the organizations you serve. It is a part of the company's culture and reputation and credibility and trust. And not only do we need to be visible within our own organizations, but we need to be visible to the market and to the public. Our visibility needs to bridge that divide between the physical environments we influence and the virtual world. And there are several reasons your visibility as a leader or founder is more important than ever before. We've already talked about the importance of becoming a sustainable leader here because, well, we know that the climate crisis has placed a massive strain on the whole business as usual. And it is demanding innovative, sustainable solutions. And as a result, there has been a major shift from shareholder and state capitalism to stakeholder capitalism in the past couple of decades. But that shift was amplified by the pandemic that put corporations in the spotlight as consumers looked to see how they were handling the global health crisis. So consumers, well, wanted to know that the organizations they were supporting saw their employees and by extension all people as valuable and worth protecting. And consumers want to see the humanity behind the logo now. And as a leader in your position, you are the embodiment of that humanity. During a panel discussion at Davos 2020, McKinsey and Company Global Managing Partner Kevin Snyder said he felt corporations had lost sight of their responsibility to consider the needs of communities and a rich life for everyone. And it was a popular topic for discussion at the event, which updated its manifesto, a set of principles from the World Economic Forum that underpinned the event for the first time in 40 years. Now, at the top, it reads, the purpose of a company is to engage all its stakeholders in shared and sustained value creation. And it also states that companies should have zero tolerance for corruption, uphold human rights, and pay their fair share of taxes. And at 
as the top tier of leadership at an organization, you, you have the responsibility to share what you are doing to stick to those principles with the public, and not through shareholders' reports or just press releases only read by industry insiders. You have the burden of being visible. In a study released in late 2021 by Porter Novelli, over 90% of executives said they personally have a duty to use their platforms and authority to influence societal issues. And in an article discussing the results, PR Daily wrote, With the multiple stakeholders now expecting a clear vision from leaders, it is time to embrace a new handbook, Identity, Leadership, and communication in the service of authentic executive influence. Executives must define their mission and purpose and communicate that vision both internally and externally. And again, that influence has to begin with visibility. That's why it's important and why it matters. So how do you ensure then that you are visible in your role as an executive or as a leader? Well, let's dig into it. When you begin looking for information on the elements of visibility, you're going to find like thousands of articles that share their own ideas on what visibility really mean. Well, but to simplify that, I'd like to break it down. And I want to put it into three clear pillars defined by economist and author Sylvia Ann Hewlett. But I also want to add one of my own. So think of these as the foundation for the sustainability you are influencing at your organization and the way you are making the world aware of it. And again, just a reminder before I go over all four, if you're looking for an in-depth, personalized way to begin building your visibility, your influence, your impact, well, make sure you sign up for the Weekly Wired or newsletter over at Reward Global as we offer in-depth courses and programs for leaders on just impact, influence, visibility for executives. All right, so the first pillar of visibility is gravitas. This can be a difficult concept to define, but in essence, it's just a seriousness and gravity that is conducted with grace, dignity, and poise. And it's being a leader with ideas worth following and a personality that inspires people to follow. I mean, think Maya Angelou or Mahatma Gandhi. So gravitas is what makes others take you seriously. Emeritus.org says that gravitas is the sum of the weight of your personality and the confidence you exude in your demeanor. Again, this is not something you're born with. It is simply a skill that can be cultivated. So honing your confidence without crossing into arrogance is imperative to building gravitas. And research shows that 70% of leaders consider decisiveness to be a component of executive presence. And Hewlett writes that being able to make decisions isn't so much of the issue as needing to appear decisive in public. The difference, again, between doing the job of a leader and looking one as you are doing it, between demonstrating competence and exuding presence. Other components of Gravitas include having grace under pressure, sharing your convictions by speaking truth to power, demonstrating your emotional intelligence and managing your personal brand. And again, Talking about personal brand, there's going to be a whole other episode on that. But it really comes down to that. All right, the next pillar of visibility is communication. So in addition to being well-prepared, you need to have your communication skills dialed in. It means knowing your audience and communicating your message clearly and effectively. 
that is crucial when increasing your visibility. And this is, again, I cannot stress this enough. I always, when I teach this to my clients and when we work on this, we're talking about beginning with who. Who is your audience? And deeply understanding who you are talking to or in who you want to attract with your message. But the way you communicate with a room full of industry experts is going to be very different than the way you communicate the same message to followers on social media. I mean, even different platforms require changes in communication. If you think about LinkedIn versus, for example, let's say TikTok, right? In each environment, presenting your message with a focus on key aspects of your delivery is paramount. And studies show us that techniques like using narratives, having key information memorized, being succinct, paying attention to your body language are all effective ways to command an audience and deliver information in an engaging way. Another crucial aspect of communicating in today's social climate is learning to read the room. And, okay, this is a big topic in it, on its own, but really, really important, especially in the conversation of being tone deaf, the conversation that's been had the recent years, the media. Again, even when you're not in a physical space, identifying the general mood around any given topic, really reading the room is important. We can all think of an example, right? Or two, maybe three or four, of someone who tanked their reputation with a poorly timed like social media post or being very insensitive or dropping an insensitive joke. So Hewlett's last pillar she includes in her work on executive presence is appearance. And appearance is an interesting one because in this case, it's not referring to your attractiveness, like your looks, but it is about how you present yourself. And again, not necessarily it has to do with your clothing or your hairstyle or if you wear makeup or not. I mean, aside from being kind of cleaned, clean and groomed would say, basics, the rules governing appearance in the C-suite have largely been rewritten, if not completely erased in some organizations. I mean, we see the setting and culture at your workplace should influence the way you present yourself there and to the public. Like, for example, Mark Zuckerberg famously wears the same gray t-shirt or hoodie every day. I mean, it works for him at Facebook, but he's not going to wear that uh, when he's appearing in front of Congress or meeting the president of China, for example. Then he puts on a suit because his environment changes. But there are other leaders who use their appearance to assert themselves in their industry. I can think of many. Um, I could name a few. I could name Sarah Blakely. Uh, we can name Marisa Meyer, who was CEO of Yahoo from 2012 to 2017. And she's known for her upscale feminine wardrobe that landed her spread in vogue. By wearing these voluminous dresses, flashy prints, a lot of bright colors, she asserted herself in the tech world and refusing to kind of submit to the status quo dark colors and minimalist vibe, she could use her wardrobe as a signal to the kind of innovation she was pushing for. But the point is to think about the impact your appearance can have on the perception of your personal brand and the organization you are representing. And it's a simple fact that women's choices about their appearances are more heavily scrutinized than those of men, especially in leadership positions. And it becomes exponentially more judgmental when those positions are held by women of color. Is it fair? Hell no. 
But I'm telling you this, you can be prepared for people using your appearance as a talking point to drown out the important ideas you're sharing. So taking the time to cultivate a personal appearance and style that reflects your organization and message is a major component of executive visibility. All right. This last pillar of visibility is one that I added because I think that when it is excluded, none of the other pillars remain standing. And I want to talk about authenticity. And this is more than just like be yourself. I'm talking about a strategic exercise in discovering who yourself is and identifying your core values. And it is also the application of those values to every aspect of your visibility. If you lack authenticity, there are really only two things that can happen with your personal and professional growth. One is you become stagnant because you lack the vision, commitment, the clarity needed to effectively lead the highest level. Or two, you push forward under false pretenses and eventually get outed as inauthentic when the public determines that your, you know, your values for you. Yikes, right? Travis Kalanick, the co-founder and former CEO of Uber. He worked hard during his tenure to establish Uber as a safe alternative to public transportation and to kind of traditional taxi services. And he shared a vision of a company that could provide its drivers with incredible income opportunities while ensuring passengers made it to their destination safely. But eventually, the deep divide between Kalonic's values and the message Uber wanted to present was exposed. So by the time he resigned as CEO, he had racked up a long list of disturbing behavior from opposing, adding a tipping feature for the drivers he claimed to support to rampant sexual harassment and discrimination in a bro culture at an organization whose goal was to make everyone, and particularly female and minority passengers, feel safe. And I know that's maybe an extreme example, but we have seen this story play out in so many different ways. Again and again, executives who are unsure of their values end up in organizations unaligned with their cores. So authenticity is key to executive presence and visibility. Stakeholders want to know you mean who you are and what you stand for. And they want to see you being whole and complete in your word. With this, We know the benefits executive visibility has for corporations. It makes them relatable, accessible, and trustworthy. And it turns consumers into loyalists. It uses the C-suite as a way to both run and market products or services. People consider visibility equal to credibility. This is interesting. 87% of purchases begin with internet searches. So 80% of consumers say that the experience a company provides is as important as its products and services. And nearly 90% say authenticity is important when deciding which brand to support. So having a visible executive presence to communicate authority To communicate authenticity and experience is now a requirement at nearly every single organization. But if you know me at all, you know that the benefits for your corporation obviously matters, but the benefits for you are equally important. And cultivating your visibility as an executive is the only way to effectively grow your personal brand. And it won't be seen until you build those pillars of authenticity, communication, appearance, and gravitas. 
But once you shift to a mindset of visibility, you become a commodity in your industry. Your growth potential is limitless. Visible executives with a strong personal brand are poised to be more than industry experts of celebrity CEOs. They are thought leaders. And thought leaders are able to set a course towards the future that others want to follow. They are innovators with the expertise, experience, and visibility to inspire and disrupt. And why would you want to be a thought leader? Because it's the pinnacle of combining your professional expertise with your personal passion and values. That's why. When your work aligns with your core beliefs and inspires others to make changes for the benefit of the global community, you are truly wired to win. All right, my friends, this is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for joining me. If you are enjoying this podcast, please leave me a review over at Apple Podcast. That means the world to me. I also hope you've gained a new perspective on the importance of visibility and that you are inspired to step into your own presence. And if you're interested in learning more about becoming an authentic, confident, visible leader, make sure to check out our free masterclass. The link will be in the show notes for you to sign up for. And again, wherever you are in the world, I wish you a wonderful day or evening. And I'm going to see you back here next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>